0: Oh, that song is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that song, is not, this song did not age well Put at all. Put me back on the door. Yeah. Mm. Oh, God. <laughs> That's the beat you picked. Bum, bum, bum.
1: <laughs> we should just start a new podcast. Armand and Doc hum Timbaland melodies. <laughs> we really should. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> We could
0: find. we could really like dig into like that early two thousands when Tim was like the man and nothing he did was bad until it was bad. <laughs> Yo son, Timbaland sampled what did he sample in early two thousands? Remember how
1: hard we stand Indian carpet? Oh god. Was it Indian Carpet or Indian No, Indian Carpet was 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 incredible. Indian flute was Okay. Was Indian,
0: that was the single. It was like eh. Yeah, that was the one me and Flex wrapped over. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I like, I, I like that. I like that. Uh, Timbo's like, oh, you want to see me take a trend on? What's Watch that? Watch this! Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! <laughs> All
0: right, hold on, man. Hold on, hold on. I gotta hear this before we
1: <laughs> first play Indian flute.
0: I remember Indian flute. I remember that clear as day. Oh,
1: Indian carpet. That's the. <laughs>
0: This is already bad.
1: <laughs> it's great.
0: Long dramatic intro. Oh, we but know. when that beat
1: drops. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hey yo, flow is venomous. Oh, nah, this is hard. Nah, that was hard. Yeah. that was hard. Nah, that was hard.
1: Oh, did you listen to the six minute Nicki Minaj freestyle? I was so tempted to do the Who there, but that's not fair. Um That's a I, what? A what? Um it's over uh the Young Ma record, right? Young <laughs> Young May. <laughs> no, it's Young Ma. <laughs> we strictly two thousand and one over here.
0: All right. Yo-
1: <laughs> oh man. Um did you watch the Drake video? I tried. You're listening to Clock Radio Speakers with Armand and Doc. This week's episode is split into two sides. This is Side A.
0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Clock Radio Speakers. I am half of the show's co-host, Armand Wake Up. You can follow me on Twitter. At Armand Wake Up, A-R-M-O-N-D Wake Up, all one word. More important than that, if you're following me, you definitely need to follow the official Clock Radio Speakers Twitter handle, which is at CRS podcast. ClockRadioSpeakers.com, powered by Tumblr. You can get all 285 episodes or <laughs> wherever we have. The are. number
1: gets higher every week that you guess it. It really does. It's terrible.
0: It's <laughs> pathetic. You can catch all our shows there. They're also available on 4 Um They're on iTunes, vote, rate, comment, all that good stuff. And, uh yeah, we have Doc
1: here. What's up, Doc? Is that it? That's all I get? We have Doc here? I'm, you know, I'm just... I'm here. I'm here. No, uh, what's you're, going on, everybody? You're going to
0: be I'm talking... talking. A, I'm just... Spoiler alert. You're going to be talking a lot this episode.
1: <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I'll, I'll try to draw you out. Um, follow me on Twitter at Doc underscore beats. not a Z. But as Armand said, follow the show on Twitter and go to com. And, uh yeah. So, we took a week off. Yeah. Kind of. Although, I mean... You know, we dropped two episodes. Yeah, huh? yeah. Apologize to everybody for the audio on the uh on the on the French Montana, but you know we recorded that with an iPad sitting eight feet away. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what, what are you going to do? <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, man. So uh, it you know, it's been a little bit. How was your How was your Labor Day weekend?
0: Uh, not too shabby. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. Um, I think the highlight of it was probably I got the Jordan ones. Oh, that'll that'll probably be my last sneaker purchase
1: for the year. Um, did you have to? Did you have to call the plug, or did you do it the honest way?
0: I did it the. I I went to every mall, filled out raffles at every shoe store. I oh, got a call. I got a call back Friday. Got to use my military discount, so they're currently going for four five hundred bucks. I got them for one hundred twenty dollars. And you're gonna sell them, right? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am not. Not at all. Say, that's mean,
1: a, you flip that? That's a car payment, man.
0: True. I mean, I'm 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 officially in the market now. You right. know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I'm I'm Looking for a car, and you just you just copped the black on black, chrome, <laughs> chromey. Uh, we just copped them things, homie, the chromey <laughs> wheels.
1: Yeah, yeah. Had a busy Saturday. Picked up. See, I sound like the most suburban guy ever. Yeah, had a busy Saturday. Um, no, no Home Depot this time. I uh, went, drove like an hour and a half away to get my to get my new Honda Civic. I know Honda Civic not the most exciting car, but they look nice now. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Honda's came up, man. It, y- your car is dope. Um, it's got I'm an apple. It's always been dope it's got apple carplay which is not uh, been experimenting with okay kind of crazy kind of nice makes a lot of sense after after looking at that i'm like oh right like why would i ever want to use built-in navigation in a car again like the the standard kind of navigation that is overpriced and stinks and doesn't pull in like live traffic and all the stuff that you're normally used to and to actually absolutely. use like the same quality maps that you have on your phone like on a bigger screen in your car you're like oh right that makes a ton of sense absolutely so Test drove that, you know, gave that a lot of driving experience this weekend because because uh, me and Marissa went up to Boston to see uh, Kanye Saint Pablo. Wow,
0: how did okay? So let's yeah, just get into let's just it. let it? it. Go, how did it go?
1: First of all, I, I got a lot of concern for the youth of America. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was like Kylie's Snapchat exploded into real life. But how so?
0: The, I I don't I don't follow her so
1: um. Clearly, she is setting fashion trends, at least for every, for, every, for like, I'd say 60% of the the, the the females who were attending this concert. Um, I've never seen more Yeezys in one concentrated space in my life. Sure. Um, which is very different. So, I went to, so I saw this at the TD Garden in Boston, um, same place I saw the Yeezys tour. Uh, definitely, a, I'd say a different vibe. Um, Still chaotic, like getting into TD Garden is so freaking chaotic because it's built on top of a train station um Mm -hmm. so is madison square garden in new york but the difference is in new york they just completely like buried the train station underground but here the first level you walk in on is the train station and the garden's upstairs so Mm -hmm. they can't take tickets on the outside and have like you walk into the train station up the escalator stairs and then they've got the um got the people taking tickets and it was a complete madhouse um it was just pure chaos like Anyway, it took us a little. Took us like you know twenty minutes to get from the at least to get from the parking garage downstairs, just to the actually just to try to get through the regular uh, regular gates. But um, the merch was ridiculously ridiculously priced. Of course it was. I mean, forty dollars for a concert t-shirt. My goodness.
0: That, that's the whole thing. That's the whole controversy. Because first off, just to backtrack on Kanye's fashion, he has a very uh, centralized. Section of the fashion community who you know really dress exactly like him, you know, right. extremely ripped jeans, you know, drop crotch pants, uh, you know, the Yeezys, the oversized sweaters, and I mean even, and the the big thing that that's a controversy now is that his T-shirts are printed on Gildan tees, which yeah, if which you, is you no, know, it's just just basic. It might be a notch above Fruit of the Loom, and Fruit of Loom actually might be better quality than Gildan. Gildan not trash, but it's just you know very whatever.
1: Let me put it this way: if you've ever custom made your own t shirts, and every aspiring rapper who's listening to this probably has, um, if you've ever tried to custom make your own t shirts, Gildan is typically like that's the default cheapest quality you could, you'll get. Yep. Um, yep.
0: And they're, <laughs> ch- they're charging, and he's probably he's probably pressing those up for what
1: three bucks? Maybe. Like he he's making money hand over fist. Um, and the what the the hoodies were what ninety? <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It's real crazy. Um, lines for the merch were unbelievable. And let me ask you this. So you've been to concerts, like, isn't it kinda like a faux pas to wear the concert gear like at the concert you're going to? Like you can bring back older stuff. Like I saw people in Watch the Throne shirts, stuff like that, but people were pretty much just like wearing Saint Pablo stuff everywhere. I mean people just wear that stuff. I um, mean I mean stuff they clearly bought that day. Well I'll
0: say I'll say this. Is tour that just merch- is that just me being an old head? Yeah, tour merch is in style now. Yeah. So, you, you're you seeing a lot of, yeah, you're seeing a lot of tour merchandise just rocked regular. um So, that actually doesn't surprise me. I mean, but Kanye, the, that centralized market is really zombie-like because mm. there's no creativity. There's no, all right, I like this, but this really isn't me. I would wear that with this, so I'm going to make it my own thing. It's like a uniform.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, there's a lot of that.
0: So... There's a Kanye West uniform, so the fact that there were people there probably dressed exactly
1: like Kanye does not surprise me, not one bit. Right. So the whole thing was just like I felt like it was so poorly organized. But part of that is just like people were crazy. Like and because there's no opener, though I had seen some official Twitter accounts, like Live Nation or whatever, that told people, you know, set starts at 1030, but it's not like they were advertising that like to everybody. So People are like milling about, like standing in line for merch or whatever. So when they hear the music start, all of a sudden, people basically just rushed and found whatever area they could. I was in a general admission, but people came like running in basically and like were crowding around me and like me and Marissa trying to sit in there like, you know, and trying to enjoy our concert. No, really, like Father Stretch My Hands is the first song playing that. And people are just like rushing in so that they can, you know, scream and shout and everything else like that. It was just like a it was I've never seen an experience like that ever. Never mind like, the experience on the floor. Did you, did you see some of the stuff on Instagram?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've actually been watching quite a bit, um, just going going, and, and looking at different people's experiences or whatever, and especially it was in Madison Square Garden last night. Yeah. and I'm once again reminded that I follow way too many people from New York on social media because <laughs> <laughs> they were, like, Instagramming the mess out of that. But, um, yeah, So so you're saying, like, so the general admission was not, what was directly underneath the stage? It was, it was, that was all general admission. So the premium seats were, I guess what was, what would be considered to be premium that would normally be like nosebleeds were
1: actually at the bottom. No, no, what I'm saying is you had to pay the most to be underneath the set. Got (laughs) it. That that is the most hype beastie thing ever. It it is. And yet I'll tell you, I mean, it was definitely unique, right? Just watching that, watching the experience. It started, it resembled like a mosh pit more than anything else um at times the other thing in marissa remarked the same thing it kind of creeped us out at sometimes there was definitely yeah. like a a pseudo religious like leader vibe going on
0: yeah so, i i i got that i got that vibe from some of the instagram clips
1: absolutely like when the set when when the set would move like from one end to the other you just see the ripple of people all crowd and they were doing kind of cool stuff with lighting and everything so Basically, it looked like an Instagram filter, except in real life. Um, and it was just, uh, yeah, it was definitely different. So things that worked. Um, uh, Setless was pretty good. Um, of, course you, of course you have notes. Why wouldn't I? Of course you do. I'm doing this off the top, though. I didn't, I, I didn't write notes for this. Don't worry. Um, Setless was good. Uh, interesting to see how he paced the set list. Um He went heavy on energy up front, right? He did Father Stretch My Hands 1 and 2, famous uh, pop style, that part facts which people loved of course because they wanted to scream the yeezy easy. just jumped over the part um but like mercy i don't like all day like he he did a bunch of energetic stuff up front um the instagram clip that i thought was the craziest one that i put up was uh one from uh paris i'll just call it um where like it wasn't just that the people were hype. like kanye was like really starting to like basically like jumping and going crazy on top of it and then everybody responded to that and it just looked it was wild um, energy was unbelievable. Then he kind of, you know, comes down a little bit. Um, uh, it was paced pretty well. The one thing I've, I think Boston got a little bit, uh, uh, of a shorter set list. So they delayed the show last minute, like the day before they delayed it an hour. Um, and then kind of didn't go until 1030. <clears throat> and that's not too late for some cities, but for Boston, that's too late. Um, for Yeezus, I think he did at least a two hour set. Mm. Um, and plus we got a 45 minute Kendrick Lamar set. And this time we got like a one hour and 45 minute Kanye set. Mm. Not bad. But I think part of it is he ended at like 1215, 1220 in the morning. The last train out of that out of the train station that's directly underneath is 1247. Mm. So I suspect that's why. Because he he did his his set list shows 32 songs. But a lot yeah. of these songs, he's like, he's, especially that really energetic part, like he's not doing all every, all of facts necessarily. You know what I mean? He's not doing all of Mercy. Like he's, he's cutting through like the highlights of these songs. Right. Um, I, no, mean, I
0: was, How but, long is
1: his verse on Mercy? Does he have like an eight bar verse? Right. Or something right. It, it wasn't anything crazy. So, but it's more like, it's more the hook. I mean, honestly, this was, to me, this felt like an extension. Uh, this felt like the next evolution of what he did for Yeezy season three in Madison Square Garden okay so like this essentially might as well just been kanye with the aux cord rocking out and (laughs) no joke and instead of models you just put a bunch of fans in the center who all want to just rock out with kanye that's all it was yeah um and so the set was interesting in that way um lots of advantages for for fans for the set moving around it's kind of minimal and so it's it's Almost like a, a total reaction. It's almost like an, I don't want to say an overreaction, but if Yeezus was too maximal for you too much, this, this will be just right because it's literally a stage. They're doing cool things with the lights. There's one section in the middle where like the whole thing kind of folds up. It looks like some transformer things about to happen in the arena. Um, but then it goes back to normal. I think it's just an opportunity for him to catch his breath. Um, but, um, but the advantage to it is, first of all, you can fill the whole, uh, like bottom part of the arena with fans who want to be underneath, who want to be in that crazy part. And secondly, if you're, whatever end of the arena you're on, it moved around throughout the thing. So, everybody got to see some of Kanye. Mm. So, even if you were like, for Yeezus, if you were like, the stage was on one end, and if you were all the way on the other end, that wasn't a really good seat. This time, there was just good seats. Right? So, it's an interesting thing. Um, What else was I going to say? So, Fade did not really work live the way I thought it would. Really? Yeah. Um, they kind of try to go for like this cool laser light thing during Fade, but the audience just didn't react to it the way I thought they would. They reacted hmm. better to Stronger than than Fade. Stronger, really? Yeah, they kind of do. They kind of do this cool thing where they, they, they—it's a whole new intro to Stronger where like the original sample is really slow and then kind of changes tempo and speeds up and then hits and then hits back on the regular. So it's kind of a cool thing, but no, I mean people like people were going cra- crazy for Touch the Sky than they were for for Fade. Really, yeah, fate didn't really work, because people wanted to like jump up and down, people wanted to turn up, so Kanye's turn up <laughs> records worked, sure, I mean, it felt like it, yeah, or it
0: looked like it based off the video, but right. it, I mean, it's touched the sky a turn up record, no, but people turned it into one <laughs> here, here here's the thing that kind of threw me off from the videos that I saw, yeah, like the older records look like they didn't work because that's a very life of Pablo set so when i'm seeing um records that don't fit that or like prior to i think i saw like can't tell me nothing and stuff like that like it just it didn't look right did those records did those older records still go
1: over yeah they did like i'm looking at the set list now i'm trying to think what really didn't work if if anything really necessarily didn't didn't work um i feel like for most of the time with the older songs he did a good job because he kind of kept it um he would he would he kept it brief you know like you don't need to do, well, actually, all the lights he did, like, the whole thing, <laughs> including, wow. like, the outro. I was like, really? All right. Um, but, like, uh, some of these records he did, you know, he just did shorter versions of. Um, waves, people loved Waves. Oh, my God.
0: It, yeah, it looked like it.
1: He started it back three times. That I mean, was- because the the first 30 seconds of the record is the best part of the song. <laughs> so, of course. Right, right. But, no, it was, um, it was certainly an experience. In terms of, like, a pure Kanye show... I think the, I think Jesus tour was better, but that was also like elaborate and there was crazy stuff going on. He, he's somewhat limited by being like that stage works if we're doing turn up records, right? Because you can sort of, you can, it would lower and rise and go back and forth and you're trying to get this crowd to like, that's underneath you to like react physically. But right. doing non turn up records, eh. Yeah. Right. Um, but it certainly solves the problem of I sit far away, I got bad seats um and it definitely like segregates out like okay these fans who are in general admission they really want to like go in now the only thing that stinks is you wouldn't necessarily have known that if you bought tickets when this album was when this concert was announced you know what i mean like if you thought that you were just going to be able to like wait in line and then go crowd and try to be front row so that you could like you know do your thing like not saying you're standing still but that was like crazy down there so it looked like like it yeah it was wild um it looked like it you know uh, the youth of America, we're all in trouble. No, I'm just kidding. Um, we definitely felt a little old, but you know, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of been the theme of 2016 on clock radio speakers, <sighs> people feeling old. Yep. Right. But, um, so given that you've now seen some of it more than just that initial night where we're like, Oh, the stage moves. What? Um, yeah. now that we're kind of past that, are you still thinking you might want to go? Nah, I'm a pass. Yeah. I think honestly, Marissa and I both thought the th- same thing, which is that the um sort of the religious like feel the crowd gives them i think i think it would freak you out actually (sighs) there was like a i can't even think of the word except like there was definitely like a follower sense to 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 what was going on Mm
0: -hmm. yeah like here's the thing that i saw and i'm gonna try and make this as sort of plain as possible for our listeners is what i saw i think the thing that scared me the most and and this was a very subtle thing and it wasn't even uh like an overt thing but it just kind of threw me off the fact that Kanye had a chain around his ankle while he was performing. It's not around um, his ankle. Uh, it's a harness attached to his back. Okay, well, that. Okay, whatever. So a harness on his back. Um, obviously, he needs a harness on his back. Um, because, of course, like if the stage is moving, he can mess around and fall off. So totally normal. I get it. But seeing the follower thing... Um, it's like the puppet performing for the puppets. And that mm. kinda that didn't sit well with me. When I saw that, I was like, yeah, I'm not giving my money to that. Um, so yeah. It it just it just it did it didn't it didn't sit well. It didn't look right. It didn't sit well. So I'm 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 gonna pass. I'll catch it on YouTube. <laughs> I watched a lot of touring this this I watched a lot of tours this year. I watched uh, Made in America via title. Um I was doing a lot of studying and and oh, did I learn a lot, but let's finish with Kanye um anything else what what necessarily did not work? Was it just the turn up records and was it the
1: religious experience was it anything else? The only thing is I think if you are not if you're more of a Kanye like there's a section of the set list which is pop style, that part and facts, and what are he doing pop? St- oh he has a verse on pop style, doesn't he yes, okay, although half of it was the crowd wanted to sing along to the hook what the J part no drake oh oh the oh <laughs> that but see that, like but that's what i'm saying like there's so many and this is interesting about life of pablo there's so many songs where huge chunks of them aren't kanye but yeah the crowd didn't care at all it okay was so really yeah. it was really like we weren't quite all the way there because kanye definitely performed and he did his thing whatever but like yeah, we're not too far away from Kanye could, could have just been on like a hovering stage as a DJ and I think people would have been just fine with it <laughs> yeah okay so here's the question did he do highlights? yes so <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so here here's a question like he doesn't rap on that song for like a minute and 45 seconds and I'm not even counting the intro what how does that how does that go? oh people love it they don't care so they're just dan- So what is Kanye doing? Kanye's just dancing with them? Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> he did the Kanye dance at times, you know. The the meme dance? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Okay, okay, okay.
0: Well, yeah, lot he's, of that. Got, he's got a panda to that. His his uh his wife is Kim Kardashian. I'm sure I'm sure Chris has
1: media trained him well. <laughs> uh his rendition of Heartless was pretty good though. I don't know if I've ever heard Heartless on tour. He didn't do Heartless on the Yeezus tour? I can't remember. I thought that, that Marissa, Marissa thought it was crazy. Hold up. I should check that. Kanye. Jesus. that's like one of his biggest records there's no way he doesn't do that see to me I don't think that's a that's a particularly big record for him but maybe it is all right what was the oh he did heartless on the. see it's interesting he did 28 records on yeah he did 28 songs on when I saw him but it was a longer um because it was not not nearly as much turn up right it was more like complete songs oh plus yeah. oh man, now that I'm looking at the set list oh my goodness he did coldest winter and to hold my liquor into I'm in it into guilt trip into heartless Oh, my
0: God. People must that's have a, been. <laughs> That's really... That's, that's a really harsh block of music. Yeah, but then he goes into Blood on the Leaves.
1: <laughs> see, I'm, this sure Jesus. On,
0: I'm sure Blood on the Leaves is crazy at the Pablo concert, right? What, what record did people go crazy for the most?
1: Or what three? Um, honestly, uh, Waves. Okay. Um, let's see. Waves. Ball So Hard, I think, actually. Really, people love that record. Really? Yeah.
0: What? Okay.
1: All right. Whatever. He, le- but he- the best part is they just played Jay's part. <laughs> That's such a Kanye thing. <laughs> and people were rapping every word.
0: Amen. Amen. Um,
1: what else did people really like? Not not Father Stretch My Hands. The problem is that was so chaotic because it was ah, the beginning, and yeah. people were rushing in. Yeah. Like uh, the size of a row doubled in like five seconds. Like people just rushed in. They hadn't found their seats yet. Next thing you know, I got this drunk guy next to me, like draping his arm over me, trying to like, like trying to sing along the fast stretch my hands. And I was just like, what, what, what is happening? What life choices have I made that have led me to this place? in so I'm like, this, this couple next to me, oh my God. The guy gets, clearly has way too much to drink too early. Then him and the girl get in a fight. And then the two of them spend the next hour and a half walking in and out like clearly fighting with each other and then the guy finally comes back and it's just while Kanye is doing like turn up music and everyone's dancing around he's just he is do he's sitting down in the chair arms crossed looking at his phone <laughs> you can't
0: you know you can't do that son Are you? you can't do it you right. can't you can't you can't get into it with your girl and like let that mess up your night son like you can't
1: right and then the girl came back and she was clearly bummed she was clearly trying to get into it i almost kind of wanted to be like look if you're fight with him at a Kanye concert, you probably just, you should just bail on this right now, but I don't want to be that guy. Right. But like somebody needed to tell her that, you know what I mean? Like, look, this ain't happening. <laughs> it's not, it's really not happening. I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs> oh man. All
1: right. So yeah, um, it, it's one of those things where, um, this show both benefited and didn't benefit from sort of the rapid reaction to social media now. So, it benefited because that first night, I feel like people didn't know what to do. Like when we yeah. saw the videos, everybody knew exactly what to do. Everybody knew that they were supposed to be a mosh pit underneath. Like there was no confusion. Mm. And so it was like a feedback loop that fed on itself. Like people are like, oh yeah, we're going in. And it mm. turns into this big communal experience, which is kind of cool. But, uh, and so that means that every show, he doesn't have to have that learning curve of, okay, people don't really know what's going on with my set. Right. Yeah. But you lose the, you lose the surprise
0: yeah absolutely um absolutely i guess i could just watch the bad boy tour on youtube now right listen listen because i i completely ignored all things puff daddy for a good two and a half months <sighs> i got bars for him on snooze button four just you should why i dissing him he's does never it, gonna does it involve cheesecake him. nah because that would be making the band and you've been watching a lot of making the band I haven't. I feel sorry for them now. Aside <laughs> from Dylon. Dylon is absolutely hilarious.
1: But the rest of them I feel bad for. Didn't Dylon kind of miss his moment? Like, wouldn't he just be a, wouldn't he, wouldn't he have found celebrity in 2016?
0: Oh, absolutely. He would have trolled that to, like, no end. I think his problem is, is that in retrospect, Dylon was way too stubborn. So, and prideful. And so, back then, being the butt of the joke and embracing that was not a concept that people were familiar and okay with Mm. like it is
1: now right because the the memes would have been off the charts oh yeah that chappelle listen
0: there are there are a few things that were like from the early internet era that benefited yeah from the internet but still didn't benefit on the internet and making the band and definitely the dave chappelle show right like right they Mm. would have hugely benefited from social media Huge, just un, unreal What would have happened if Twitter and the such was around? Twitter, Twitter and the
1: such, Twitter and the such was around for those Ooh. things. Man. Crazy. Uh, your man Aubrey Graham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're finally getting a new single from him. Yep. And how is it not too good? I'm, I'm, I'm a little confused. Yeah. Okay. So here, here's the thing. Okay. <laughs> This here's this the how thing. I know I've
0: been hanging out with you. I hung out with you for an entire weekend because I can't stop saying. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, I feel like that's a colder record. But what? What? Like, but what is social media talking about right now? Drake and Rihanna. Right. I agree. Okay. I think that. Okay. But I think you said it. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna play devil's advocate for Drake. Okay. Um, but you're right. <laughs> but I'm gonna. I'm. I'm gonna say that maybe and you said this one dance blew up yeah, bigger yeah, than they expected yeah. it to be so they kind of had to let it ride out otherwise Child's Play should have been out a month ago right I'm, and and now into like October you absolutely could put out Too Good I mean they
1: could have did Too Good they could have warped Premiere Too Good video at the uh, VMAs right I mean at the very least I mean who knows maybe they're going to do the, the the double single again I mean maybe it's Child's Play and Too Good I don't know <sighs>
0: The only reason why I'm iffy on that is because both of those have the potential to be really, really, really big. And the thing about two single... Well, no. I was going to say, because you could have two monstrous singles out at the same time. Because I was going to say it's like... Drake's one's done it. A, Drake has done it. Rihanna's done it. Beyonce's done it. Like, the the A-list artists have done it. So right. I, I'm, I'm going to cut off my point right there. So you're you're... You're right, but I almost wonder if like those records would have been too big, like to where the OVO camp wouldn't wouldn't have been able to, you know, Beyonce's team, Rihanna's team, they can handle that. Can Drake's team handle two big records at the same time? Two big solo
1: Drake records. I, I mean, I think so, but um, but so the thing with Child's Play that video,
0: uh oh,
1: the video is like this is um, I don't know. We are we are definitely approaching. Uh, Drake has too much money status. Like, that's... This is not... This is not, like, Puffy in 97. Like, we don't need the nine-minute long video with the story. Um, So, here's the thing. And it kind of doesn't work, either.
0: (laughs) It's a a
1: huge... I'm sorry to interrupt. It's a huge, long setup for the cheesecake part. I get it. But... Right. But then, the rest of it is like, that's that's what you got? That's it? Uh, I don't know.
0: I I think that the one thing when you have that much money do you just not (laughs) is how many times do you say hey why not do you like you know i'm saying like if you're in your 20s and you have an extra let's let's bring it down if you're in your 20s and you find like an extra thousand bucks do you just say hey why not to at least
1: a decent sum of that hey why not right and who knows right it might that might just be paid for by apple who you know premier music what do we care Right. But on
0: on on the on the flip side, from a a storyteller's perspective, because I'm a writer, they should have went back to Tyra. Right. He should have. She should have left him. He goes to Houston, goes to the strip club. He goes back home and then he meets up with Tyra and there's an ending to that. Yeah. Like Drake is the king of, oh, I messed up. I was just effing them girls. I was going to get right back. He's the king of that. Right. So why why don't you put yourself in a in a, a vulnerable position to, you know, show that in a in a video? Or is it just a hey, I got Tyra Banks in a video, you know? I mean, he's obviously doing bucket list stuff. Anybody <laughs> under the age of thirty three, if they had a bunch of money or had the relationships, would somehow use Tyra Banks in some capacity for video or whatever. Of course. She was everybody's crush at one point. So Yeah, I get it, but I think the good thing about those longer videos, because it's funny because I was talking to my daughter about how Michael Jackson videos used to be an event. So they would like world premiere on five or six different stations and they would run commercials at seven o'clock. It's on this and, you know, and it was like a 30, I remember black and white was like a 30 minute movie. Um, eh. (laughs) right, right. But okay, here's the point I was gonna make. I'm sorry. With those videos, you went back and you watched them again. Right. There's nothing yeah. about
1: this video that makes me want to watch it again. No, you don't ever need to watch this. Um, speaking of uh, Drake and strip clubs, so he he's opening a a strip club in Houston with what appears to be a terrible logo. All right, I've I've
0: I've never been to a strip club, so yeah. I uh I don't know what that
1: means. <laughs> Uh, here's the I mean honestly all you need to know and this is the most Drake thing possible (laughs) here's how he's promoting it's called the ballet of course it is you ready treat yourself don't cheat yourself where the women are on a pedestal and the surroundings are unforgettable (laughs) that is the worst
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is the worst pimp line I've ever heard in my entire life. Oh my God. Oh God. See, his fa- his father gave him that. You think so? Absolutely. It just screams brushy mustache. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I'm done. It does. It just You said brushy. Yeah, it's brushy. What do you call those mustaches? Bushy. Bushy, yeah, Bushy. Or oh, bushy. Um, hand, Handlebar. <laughs> Bush. And I could have been talking Bushy like Busta Rhymes. Live. had
1: to bring it back to Buster. <laughs> of course. Uh. Anyway, um, what else is going on before we get to the this music we're going to talk about? Um, we got an Apple event tomorrow. We're recording this Tuesday night. Um, you uh you in the market for a new phone? Or are you good?
0: I'm not. I'm good. Um, yeah. I really really like my S7 Edge, but I'm very interested to see what Apple does because the one thing that Android fans who aren't biased like myself <laughs> <laughs> the one thing that I've been wanting is for Apple to like really really like do some really heavy innovation, like some blatant overt innovation and from the things that have leaked that i've seen this is looking very innovative and i feel like apple heads are going to be really really happy with this phone so i'm i'm looking forward to seeing what they roll out with
1: it's interesting cuz they're keeping the form factor pretty much the same um you know it's going to look a lot like from the outside for the most part it's going to look a lot a lot like the 6 the 6s but um, especially on the plus uh it appears they're going to be doing something interesting with dual cameras not the first to do something with dual cameras but Shout out to LG. Right. But with LG, it was very obvious that you had two cameras. Yeah, um, that was a selling point. Right. No, no, no. I mean like in the software, like when you used it, like you could switch back and forth. like I'm sure with Apple it'll be seem- you know, it'll be seamless. Cause with Apple, their supply chain is so big, they make so many phones that stuff leaks out like crazy. But what doesn't leak is the software implementation of that hardware, right? So we'll yeah. have to see what they're gonna do with two cameras. Because I don't think Apple Apple's not the type of company typically to just say, Well, I do one camera, we can do two. You know what I mean? Like there's a reason for it. And so I believe the LG one works this way and it's rumored that the Apple one works this way where one has a regular uh, zoom length, you know, regular focal length, like what we have on a normal smartphone. And then one has a, has a, like a more of a telephoto lens. So the, uh, in theory, the idea would be you'd be able to get maybe optical zoom out of it. So you could actually do real zoom and not crappy zoom like you have on most phone cameras. They might be doing something with exposure so that you can get that sort of what's called bokeh where, you know, if you ever see like on a nice camera, something that's, uh really focused in and in the backgrounds like that kind of creamy blurry and you get you know what I'm talking about like that effect yep. that you get on those cameras like if apple can get something approaching that they might have something interesting but the thing that stinks is it appears that's only coming on the big phone killing me
0: you got listen man you got to join the squad son
1: listen you got to join you got to join the big phone squad listen, man i don't have donald trump hands but i have regular human hands like i have regular human pockets my pockets well, my pockets are not built for big phones well yeah, Father, father, stretch your hands. Maybe, 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 we, maybe we need to bring back phone, phones on the belt. Get the little clip. Listen, <laughs> listen.
0: we're not going to say bring it back because we're both about five to seven years away from
1: that. <laughs> never, never, never. The worst part is if that comes back, I would just be so uh, mentally scarred by yep. the mid-2000s that I would be like, nope, not doing yep. it. Yep. When yep. You had, back, when, back when dudes had two phones. and it right one would be the sidekick right and then if you were really balling the other one would be the palm trail oh
0: shout out to the palm (laughs) freak cuz shout the palm man you
1: could really you could really be making it big right you had to have the sidekick on one but the sidekick couldn't do you know then you need to have the windows mobile phone with like the built-in stubby antenna on the end yep oh my god yep Nah, not doing it um
0: yo shout shout to all the dudes who (laughs) when you (laughs) when you couldn't hear somebody like you answered your phone and you were like yo hold on for a second i can't hear okay so like nowadays keep it real when you say when somebody says i can't hear you do you really do anything (laughs) it's like what can you do besides maybe like take a couple of steps away from where you were and be like like your reception
1: yeah. Yeah, reception is reception, you're fine.
0: Yeah, reception is reception. But back then it was like, "All right, hold on. <laughs> you would pull out this extra long antenna."
1: <laughs> hold on, hold on. I got to go stand by the
0: window. <sighs> yo, I'm bringing back my Nokia son. I still got both of my Nokias. Like, I'm about to get Snake back popping. You got you got the you got the black
1: album special edition Nokia? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yo, yo. wanted <Castle> <laughs> that phone's so bad. I got a headache from laughing so hard. That's terrible. I wonder if that Black Album phone is on eBay. I'm sure it is for like $40. <laughs> I'm about to look it up right now. But yeah, keep talking. Yeah, what what else?
1: What else? <laughs> uh, uh, seems like uh, Apple Watch 2. Um, we'll see. We'll see.
0: Okay. Did you want to talk about... Um, okay, it's not on eBay. Really? Nah, it's not on eBay.
1: Now we're both on eBay. This is making for enthralling. Uh...
0: Yeah, no, nah, I, I see phone cases. Man, Man. somebody's got that phone.
1: Yeah, listen. If if you're listening to this, and if you can link us to a, a, a preferably an, an eBay auction of the of the the black album Nokia phone, please hit us up. Use the hashtag Club Radio Speakers.
0: uh That, but that's the second greatest phone moment in hip hop history, right? What's the greatest? Uh whole city behind us for boost mobile
1: <laughs> yeah that 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 song is pretty great actually yeah Ka- kanye just could not lose not at all couldn't lose
0: i, I saw somebody shout the west uh friend of the show he was uh listening to uh odb and kanye keep the receipt last mm. night twitter that at one point was one of my favorite kanye beats ever it hasn't aged well but i remember the first time do you remember that there was a there it was a snippet for the first time on a dj boom mixtape and then the college dropout was it on the advance was that whole city honors? no um, oh, keep, um the keep the
1: receipt was yeah it, on? it
0: was but i never really liked that record it wasn't a good song but that beat was crazy I,
1: when you said the the second greatest moment in uh in, in cell phone hip-hop history i thought you were going to say pov anthem oh shoot cadillac ta. Dang! You know
0: what? I'm about to get that ringtone right now. You know
1: what? Can you just play that real quick? Because I haven't heard that in a minute.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> Any anytime we are encouraged. You know
1: what though? I think it's time to do that retro though. Oh, I, I have it on. my... <laughs> yes, yes, I maintain a to do list for collaborative Speaker. I have it. October is right around. I think October is perfect.
0: Yeah, I, I think I think it's
1: October. Think it's- October will be the 15 year anniversary of uh, Pain is Love. I think. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay,
0: let's let's see. I think I got it. Hold on. Oh that's not it. What is that? Okay. I right, listen, listen, rappers. Listen. <laughs> Stop putting intros on your songs. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, I got it.
1: You got it. <laughs> stop it oh you gotta stop oh oh
0: you know black child lives out here right really yeah what oh my yeah he lives he lives in columbus ohio i i gotta i gotta call people who are uh who are close to him we want to get him on the show that's that's not a that's not a difficult task oh god that beat we would really just talk to him
1: about (laughs) i First of all, I need to figure who I need to look up who produced that beat. I need to know. He 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 tagged he tagged his, himself.
0: He had a producer tag on his one shining moment, of course. Shout out to Gus Johnson.
1: <laughs> oh man. Oh, that's from the first Fast and the Furious soundtrack. Yeah, man. Oh, there was a whole oh that let's see. So this is uh two thousand one.
0: Yeah, Pump Pump It Up was on that, right? Uh no. But I wasn't on the Fast and Furious soundtrack. No, it was on um one of those dance movies.
1: Oh yeah, there's a the, let me tell you, there's a whole lot of uh, of uh, Murder Inc on here. Are you shocked? First of all, I didn't even know there was a Race Against Time Part Two.
0: Yeah, it's not bad. It, oh oh wait. man, I take it. I take it back. I take it back. We'll wait. We'll wait. Let's let's save yeah. it. Five. I was gonna so, say,
1: you know, the Limp Limbiscuit Rolling remixes on here,
0: the Swiss <laughs> Beats one. Yes okay I'm gonna wait and save that to play it on the show
1: please do please do wait
0: why is that on why is that on are we wait are we doing that do what? we have to do that is, is Murder Inc is was the Fast and Furious soundtrack released on by Inc. Murder records
1: Inc. yes it was okay so we have to do it I know alright alright it's a preview for, uh, for a future episode um what else um do we wanna briefly talk
0: about these albums that came out while we were you know out here grinding while
1: we were grustling Sure, um, um, so the new number one uh no wait, was this number one no no, no, no don't 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 worry, um Mr. Jeffrey, young thugger um Mr. Jeffrey uh, you and I both listened to this while we were I don't even were we work was I working on a beat while you played this?
0: yeah, yeah, so in between, listen, like all of the funny jokes that we talk about, like producers and rappers doing locking in a studio, we locked in. <laughs> Last week. Like we we channeled all of our mad at Puff Daddy energy into like a good maybe five to seven beats. Um and two in particular that were really, really, really dope. Um and like in between sort of taking breaks, we just decided I just decided to go through title and we skimmed through um quite a few hip hop releases that came out last week. So it was um your man young thug, your man Jeffrey.
1: Jeffrey. Um. Yeah. So it appears to be that the the sort of gimmick for this mixtape is that, with the exception of pick up the phone, which appears here as well as on Travis Scott's album, is um every song has the title of uh I, w- I won't say a person because <laughs> uh there's a Harambe uh, uh song here, but uh Floyd Mayweather, Swiss Beats, Riri, Kanye, Wyclef Jean, which doesn't even feature Wyclef Jean, but the song called Kanye West does feature Wyclef Jean. Listen, I know I'm old, but nah. So here's the he, here's the question.
0: Yeah. Like, isn't that a well never mind. I was about to say, isn't that a little vain to feature on a song called that's named after you? But then that's a very Wyclef thing to do. Like, nah, son, I need to be on my song.
1: If you have a song called Swiss Beats. Yelly. And Swiss Beats is not doing ad libs on your record called Swiss Beats, what would what we do in here?
0: I, I, I agree. Okay. But I mean, that's what, Swiss though.
1: Right when you listen to this was there anything that stuck that 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 stood out to you
0: other than um i listen there's just a few things between this between this episode and that album in particular especially seeing the the response on twitter which i really want to talk about okay very briefly um i was like this this is it's just not for me um and i think this is what I realized this is what clock radio speakers is here for, one of the reasons why clock radio speakers is here. We are here to help you guys um like dive through the Twitter hype. Mm. We know that a good chunk of our audience is on social media, but the the crux of that audience is on twitter and And we appreciate you guys. We love you guys, and people will hear something and say, "Yo, this is dope," and it will spread." And because the nature of Twitter language is like troll, but it's like fake troll. Now it's like a subtle troll. You know, you don't really know what to believe. So now you have people like, I don't even want to say they're, but they kind of are deceived. Like, wait, is this good? And then you, you divulge and you, you listen to it. And it's not good. And you, and then you're questioning yourself like, well, yo, is it my ears? Am I out of touch? Am I, You know what I'm saying? I'm like, well, right. no, no, no. Right. It, this is just it's just not good. And it's just the wrong type of hype. And I reference Young Thug a lot in terms of like his flow and his cadence and things like that. But I never have to hear another project from him ever again. Mm. And I, I don't say that as somebody out of touch and old. That's just that's just not my speed. Nor do I want it to be my speed. And I think like here's another thing that happened last night. Trending topic last night. Yeah. Gucci Gucci Man announces that he just did a feature for Outcast. Twitter goes nuts. Do you really want to hear Gucci Man and Outcast record? What about that is appealing?
1: Um, I believe it would be the Outcast part. Right. It's okay.
0: gotta be the outcast. And and one of one of one of our followers and one of our supporters, you know, retweeted me and said, responded to me and said that. Um, but people seem to be excited that you know LaFleur is doing a record with Dre and Big Boy I mean shoot we hear we hear Andre on this Travis Scott album yeah we hear Andre on the Future album like and then Big Boy has always worked with you know southern uh, southern artists to that to that nature so
1: you don't to get it it's the idea of outcast that's all
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> I know you think it's just the hype it absolutely is the hype okay.
0: i mean because it it wasn't it wasn't Outkast doing a record together. It was Outkast and Gucci Man doing a record together. Like that was the hype. It was the two of them together. If it was just an out, if it's like, yo, Outkast is working on new music, then I'd get it. But that wasn't the conversation that I saw. The conversation I saw was Outkast is doing a record with Gucci and now we're excited. And so my question is People why? like Gucci. I mean, I know
1: d- what it- you want to ask
0: is do they do because it's like <laughs> Boosie part two. And we talked about him on the show a few weeks ago. Gucci has done everything right since post jail. That's right. Um, so, you know, it's not a relevance thing. It's not a it's not a fake thing, but it's like, all right, he put out an album. Did y'all support it? Did y'all like it? Because I, I saw virtually no conversation about it, you yeah, know, and no, that's sort of I, I don't dispute that. And and that's sort of how I judge um, the response to, you know, because if I like something, I'm going to talk about it. So, you know. I, I just would have saw a conversation. I saw a lot of Frank Ocean conversation over the last two weeks because people like that album. Yeah. I'm saying. So, you know, what? speaking of on side note, one thing I, I when I was trying to go to that Kanye West concert. Yeah. I hit up a good six or seven people. Nobody wanted to go. Really? Flat out. I'm not a fan of Kanye West. And I hit up all different types of people just flat out. I don't want to go. Which was cr- which was crazy to me. Not crazy like how could you, but like wow,
1: crazy. I'm thinking how could you? How dare you? It's Kanye West. I don't know, man. You need f- you you new friends. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it might. You know what though? It might be one of those things where people, you know, people really feel like they know people based off of social media, and we really don't know these people. You only know based off of 140 characters. 10 seconds on, on Snapchat or Instagram stories, a minute-long video, like these are quick glimpses, and you take these quick glimpses and you compile them into a complete opinion on a person. Mm. And you can't do that. It's impossible. If 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 Doc is having a bad day and my one interaction with him determines the rest of our relationship for the rest of our lives, say we work together or something like that. Like how crazy is that? But that's what we're doing. So I, but people are really doing that with, with Kanye and with a lot of people, you know? So I, that's, that's just, that's, that's crazy to me, but whatever I'm done. Ran over. This young thug album is not good. Yeah. And then I'm good off. I'm good on this young thug album. You had high uh, hopes for
1: this daylight album though.
0: I did. Or at least I hopes, did. maybe not high. You had hopes. I did because I was thinking about it and I read a, and I read a, a, a really good dissertation. I follow somebody on Instagram by the name of Artemis Gordon, who has great behind-the-scenes hip-hop stories. And he talked about La and why La is not as championed as they should be, and it's because their first three albums aren't available for this generation due to largely sample clearances, the fact that right. they didn't clear a lot of those samples. Um, dare I say... And I'm in the minority of this, but there's a small remnant of us. Dayla's first three albums are better than Tribe's first three albums.
1: Yeah, that is just erroneous
0: on all possible counts. And Dayla's discography after their first three albums are better than Tribe's past their first three albums. So we're talking stakes, is, we're talking uh, love movement, and we're talking beats, rhymes, and life versus stakes is high. I'm not a crazy fan of AOI, but I went back and listened to The Grind Date last week that album is still good
1: aoy the first aoy has some records
0: okay i trying people is one of the most incredible yet depressing songs i've ever heard in my life it's amazing
1: um i went back and listened to the original sample for rock cocaine flow and then i just looked at my ableton push and i was like sorry i'm not as good as jake one listen man, the sample chop is unbelievable
0: yeah there's just there's just no way there's just no way that that beat is unreal um yeah, so I, I was definitely looking forward to. I think Pos I think Pastenous is the most underrated MC of all time. I think he is incredible, and he does not get his just due at all. And one thing about this album, they're not slacking lyrically. Okay, they're still rapping at a very high level. Yep, um, nearly 30 years in into their careers, but this the the production, man, I. Mm,
1: What's wrong with the production?
0: It's just not there like I wanted it to be. I like the Pete Rock record with Estelle. That was the, the only record that stood out. I like Two Chains verse on, on his record. Um but other than that, production wise, I'm 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 good. I'm good. I need to go back and hear it again. It sounds like a colder album. Mm. So I'm gonna go back and listen to it probably like early November, late October. I think it'll sound better then, but as of right now, nah. Eh.
1: Yeah. Yeah um so. what else what else came out that
0: oh uh, um vince staples
1: yeah i mean i only listened to it briefly that one time with you um yeah yeah there was some that's, really my, that's, that's my one word review no nah. there's some really it was really busy at times yeah
0: and yeah. i think one thing about vince is there's a theme and i think we need to get off of this theme and i'm going to talk about this with another um, person that we're talking about this week Like when people when, And I've been guilty of this myself When we say so and so can rap Now I've been in my snooze button four bag And because of that I've had I've put such a heavy emphasis on lyrics Because that's where my mind is right now Okay, And, and so When we say so and so can rap I think that a lot of us Say that from a technical standpoint um, But when it comes to content I'm not saying that you have to rap about something deep, something introspective, but I feel like you have to have something behind your words, Okay. whether it's, um, and I'm going to talk about this heavy again with this Travis Scott project, um, there has to be a conviction somewhere. I feel passionately about this. Example, I really, really like Nipsey Hussle. I think Nipsey Hussle is lyrical because there is passion and conviction behind what he is saying. He believes every word that comes out of his mouth. Right. With a Vince Staples and with another person that we're going to, I'm just going to spoil alert, with somebody that we're going to talk about later, Isaiah Rashad, they can rap from a technical standpoint. I do not hear passion or conviction behind them or a lot of rappers who are like them that the general public has has uh, crowned as being able to rap. I f- I feel like if you put these guys in a cipher, they are the guys. When you're used to hearing a lot of trash, and the one guy jumps in the cipher who's like competent, and you're like, oh, okay, he's not bad. But if he was in the room around people who could really rap, people would forget about him. He'd be the alright kid. Like yeah, all right. and this project, the production, the 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 lyricism. Like I'm not giving anybody. Now you got me on my house. I'm not giving anybody any more leeway from a lyricism standpoint from here on out. I'm not doing. The, oh, yeah, you can rap. No, 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 no. I need to feel even if I don't agree with it, because a lot of this music that we listen to on this show, I don't necessarily agree with topically, but I will at least at, at minimum respect the fact that you feel that way. And I want to feel that from more MCs. If lyricism is making a comeback, I want to feel like you believe every word that is coming out of your mouth. That you are passionately um, conveying this point to me. Even if it's just I have a lot of money. Make me feel that. There's too many rappers out here who I just, J.K. said it best. Yeah, I hear niggas, but I just don't feel them. I want to feel something. And a lot of music, I'm not feeling it. And that's all I have to say about this Vince Staples project. I want to feel music from this kid because he's like right there, but I just don't feel it.
1: I think the irony to that is there's a substantial portion of these of this upcoming generation that doesn't want to feel anything.
0: And I think we're gonna talk. I'm definitely right. gonna talk about this Travis Scott album, right? Without question, right?
1: Um, I'm not saying that in a judgment way. I'm saying that appears to be that appears to be what I'm hearing, right? I mean, you can you can't ignore like. It's absolutely pretty obvious. Um, yep. Yep. Yeah. See what kills me about Vin Staples is like his music should work. Like he's got beats from no ID and DJ dahi all over this. Like you look at the, it's one of those things where it's like, dude, dude technically can rap. He, yep. he's working with people who are capable of making really dope music, but he's just never really put it together. With me like there was some records on summertime. Oh six that I thought could have been really good, but I don't know. I feel like he's like, the world's biggest fan of hell hath no fury and his sound sort of attempts to do that except he makes no attempt to rap like that if that makes any sense we hope you enjoyed side a of this week's episode please check out side b at clock